Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, in which I today have Jens, Jens Balamski. He's a, a German, a German fellow that I encountered on LinkedIn a couple of months ago. And he posted something very interesting there. It was the uh, German MarTech landscape for 2021, which immediately got my attention, of course. So Jens, you're a fellow marketing tool enthusiast. You're also a senior marketing manager at Greater. Um, please explain me how you came to where you are now. Yeah. Um, uh, first of all, thanks for having me in, in your podcast. Uh, uh, since I'm also a listener, it's, it's really cool to be in the show as well. Um, so as you said, I'm, I'm Jens Polomsky, based in Cologne in Germany and marketing tool fan nerd enthusiast uh, since, since a couple of years. I started with SEO like 10 years ago and uh, developed kind of a passion for this whole marketing. And uh, probably most marketers know when you starting in one one section you you're probably most of the time you can't just stay in one area you probably jump around all the time and experience new things and this is what happened to me as well um so uh didn't stay in seo did basically everything what what's in, in in the online marketing space and um a couple of years ago i um worked in in a company who uh, was kind of an accelerator and they uh, also held, held workshops for startups and um, told them how to start getting started with online marketing and the tool question was always there so it's always like hey, okay what kind of tools can we use for this and that and um, I, I started to to build up in, in, in Google Sheet with the things I collected and uh, as an SEO I thought okay maybe you can do some SEO uh, tests and so on. Why don't you create a website out of that? And this is where my, my blog, Jens.Marketing, which I'm really proud of the domain, uh, I have to say, um, got started. And um, then if, like a few months later, back then a colleague started posting on LinkedIn. And I just asked why, why are you doing it? What's the goal behind it? And he was like, ah, just, just testing a bit, uh, seeing how, how it reach uh, went along and organically should be quite nice. And so I, I just started as, as well to, to talk about the things I, I care, I read every day. And since I always, uh, what, I, what I love about marketing is the dynamic. So the, the, this, everything is something new and this is what I, what I shared on my network. And I remember the first first post where I got like five likes and was like, oh, cool, people like what I do. And um, I did it like, like uh, in the beginning, once per week, then two times or even three times per week. Um, I even ha had a challenge where I posted every day, which was too much <laughs> for me. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, then, then I started to also post sometimes about tool tips and also develop like this hashtag tool tips where I started this, this post and um, I, I noticed that more and more people, or m most people, really like these these posts uh, about new tools, about uh, tools I'm, I'm working with. Um, so I posted more and more tools, and uh, more and more people liked it, got connected with me, and I also got some uh, invites for podcasts, which was really cool. And so th this kind of tool martech topic kind of found me. And um, during this post, I also got in contact. Um, through a friend, we also have an SEO tool um, and got connected to, to Franz from uh, MarTech Tribe. Franz Riemersma. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, 
probably also well known in the MarTech space. And um, I, I have to admit it, it took a few months until we actually got on a call because we actually always wanted to connect and uh, get in touch, but it never worked out. And But at some point we, we got in, in touch and then he said, ah, uh, the MarTech landscape in Germany is quite old. It's from 2018, the last one. And I was like, ah, I love this topic. Um, let, let's do it. And he already got a huge database. So um, I, I cleaned it up a bit, got more tools in it. And um, yeah, in a few weeks ago, I think it was weeks ago, uh, we released the first draft of the uh, MarTech landscape Germany. And um this is uh, this is where the, the final version will be available in a few weeks, I guess, since we got a few a bit more feedback about it. And um, that this is basically what I do. Cool, cool. So that's it's a great story. And so you shared a lot of uh, info there. So for the listeners, I'll I'll put this in the show notes. Your your uh, link to your website, Jens Marketing, of course, because that's where you share the the landscape, but also your tool tips. Um, besides on LinkedIn, because I love what you're doing on LinkedIn. So you're doing those tool tips. So people should definitely look you up on LinkedIn, also in the show notes, of course. So I'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile in the show notes so they can start connecting with you. Um, do mention that you heard him on the podcast, of course, because you get tons of LinkedIn invites probably and don't want to just let anyone in your network. But if they hear you, the podcast, they, you, you might approve them. So uh, cool. Cool, Jens. That, that's uh, it's great to have a fellow marketing tool enthusiast in, on the podcast. So, um, you uh, well coming to that Martech landscape because you said it's it's a couple of years old. It needs to be updated. Um, why is it important to have a Martech landscape specifically for Germany? Because there is one that Scott Brinker uh, brings out yearly uh, on Chief Martech. It's it's got like ten thousand ish tools on it. Why, why did you? Why is it important to have a German one? Um, I think what Scott is doing is, is super helpful, super important, and um, also gives a brief overview about the whole Martech landscape worldwide. Um, but for, for me personally, it was super interesting to see how many how many tools are actually based in in Germany or get founded in Germany, and um, I think most people. Didn't, didn't knew how many tools are actually in, in each country and how it develops. And since, uh, as I said before, 2018, the last one was a, around 300 tools. Now we are at, uh, should be seven, 750 or something. So it's growing. And this is just one country out of uh, a, a lot out there where there are super graphics already. Um, so I just wanted to to show to to my audience and to the, this industry how big the German Martech uh, landscape and and the German Martech uh, market is already. And I mean, it's just a couple of years now since the last one. And if you imagine, I don't know, in a couple, three, four, five years, how big this will be. Um, and this is crazy how this market develops. And of course, it's it's not possible to. Um, or it shouldn't be seen as a kind of research paper to check out all the tools. Of course, you could, uh, but then you probably need to log in yourself for a week and uh, yeah, only only hit uh, a few demo forms and and sit on sales calls and whatever. Um, but this is just to give an overview how this how important it is and how it develops and how hard it is actually to find the right tool, especially in 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 your area for your goals and. Um, 
yeah, that it's sometimes not not that easy and uh, not, mostly not always one tool for one job. Cool. So you're pointing out something important there because the German market seems to be growing pretty fast. So uh, it was like 250, 300 tools a couple of years ago. You're at 750 tools now. So Jens, when we had a little discussion before the podcast, you pointed out that Germany sometimes is a little behind on the uh, new tools. Uh, you want to try out things really well. The German market wants to try out things really well before you adopt them. Is that something you found out as well uh, when you put that landscape together? Um, yeah, actually a bit. I think my my biggest learning or the the, the, the thing that mostly surprised me was that the term Martech is, um, I wouldn't say unknown, but not as developed as in, in other countries. Of course, US is, is a big market for this, but most people know tools. Most people know that tools are important for the company, uh, scaling up marketing, et cetera. But Martech is, um, for me, some something that still needs development in, in Germany. And um this is what I actually found out. So, uh, but but funny enough, it's it's super interesting to see that over the last weeks and months, more and more job offers on different platforms. Um, since I have an alert for for the term Martech um, to to be aware of everything that's happened, um, more and more job offers get on platforms that include Martech in the description or the the job title as well. So it seems like more and more companies, um, for especially on the German market are aware of that, getting aware of that, and maybe even want to include someone in the company who takes care of this bigger bigger getting market. And another thing um, I think would maybe maybe stops the, the Germans a bit from jumping on, on more tools, more markets, is especially in, in bigger companies, this, this whole GDPR thing um, is, of, of course, something you have to be aware of. Um, since it's not always clear, um, I myself had the trouble that, for example, Mailchimp. I, I used it, and then there was like a, like a new not, not law, but a new decision that it's allowed to use Mailchimp, but it's not allowed to um, to save the emails on their servers. So this is something really tricky, and I think um, yeah, for for especially for bigger companies, this is also something they rather avoid and maybe. Um, skip a tool or an integration or something um, to, to don't run into trouble. And I think this this also stops the, the German market a bit. I don't know, what about uh, the Netherlands? I mean, you also have the GDPR. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, you're pointing out something important there because the Germans always have been very cautious about privacy, about GDPR. You have your own laws as well that are sometimes even tighter than GDPR. Um, the thing is that um, if you're referring to the Netherlands, it seems like um, we we tend to cope with it very practically. So um, where the Germans are very much focused on what the specific laws are into every detail, a lot of Dutch companies just are looking at the practical side of it and say, hey, you know, I need to send out emails. My customers need emails, you know, yeah, the, the law is this, but I do need to send out some emails to my customers. So um, everyone is doing it. Uh, what's the risk? Uh, what am I doing wrong? Uh, mm -hmm. I'm just going to use it. And I think Germans are more cautious there. And that's something people yep. should consider if they're entering the German market. They're not as easily convinced that they just should use a tool uh, as the Dutch, for example. 
I, I think so too. And um, I'm, I'm always looking for for new tools. So everything, there's a new beta somewhere, I jump on it. And um, probably mo most of the feedback I, I gave to the tools are, is if you, if you want to be in, in Europe and be used in Europe, have a GDPR page in your future. Absolutely. <laughs> this is something most early tools are, are missing. And especially when you have like some kind of integrations into, I don't know, CRMs, et cetera, or um, some other private or sensitive data, then you definitely need this uh, somewhere in, in your tool and be aware of that. And the, the the other thing where you where you can see that the Germans are more cautious about these strict rules, I think, is um, this little uh, addition to every German company website called Impressum. <laughs> it's 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 something that by law needs to be on a German website, right? So you need to have yeah. an impress Impressum. Um, if you don't have it, there are law firms that are gonna sue on behalf of other people, companies that don't have it. So it's just they're making a business out of suing people not having impressive websites. That's well, crazy. It, it is. It is. It is crazy. But on the other hand, you know, I do think uh, you know it, you can see it as a as a um, as a hurdle for the German market, and you can think you know that you can, you can have your opinions about it. But you know, you have to cope with it, and you can also see it as a challenge to to succeed in Germany and to cope with it and see how you can can be successful. So one of the things that that I I was wondering there is you have found about 750 people or companies that are based out of Germany. Do German companies actually prefer German solutions? Mm, I, I think, or I have the feeling that the, the trend now with this growing market is more and more that German companies also want to support German uh, tools uh, since in, in many cases, they, are, they might be even better than, than the big firms from, from the US and the big tools from, from, the, from the States. And I think the awareness is raising that you don't need to jump on the biggest tool in the US market to have the best solution. Um, and especially with, with the GDPR thing, um, you might want to have a look on, on regional tools as well. And uh, since there are so many for every different market, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that most companies are getting more and more used to use German tools as well and um, grow with that. And I think it's a good development. Absolutely, absolutely. So I've, I've seen it personally in a couple of RFIs as well uh, that we did for German companies. And um, there is a couple of tools in, in email marketing and marketing automation that have a German uh, headquarters or are are German, um, which is important when you look at the um, at the at the uh, jurisdiction that is uh, uh, at at the moment. Well, it, it changed uh, uh, last year, of course, but uh, you have to uh, be aware of the of the laws and uh, how to deal with American firms, etc. So, um, actually, uh, that's and that's that's what I've uh, found out during those RFIs is that there is a lot of German companies that a lot of um, other companies or people outside of Germany don't even know about that exist and that are pretty successful in Germany. So, you know, everyone, if you're if you're doing something in the German market, if you're a German marketer, you go, go look at that MarTech landscape. You can download it on Jens, uh, Jens's website. Um, as said, he, it's, it, there is a draft on it now. It, uh, a, a final one will be published 
probably somewhere at the end of the year, uh, October, November-ish, uh, I guess. Um, is there something else that I forgot to cover today that you would like to share about the German tool market or something in general about tools that uh, you would like to share with the audience, Jens? Um, I think what's what's pretty interesting, if you uh, find the time and look at the at the MarTech landscape in Germany, um, it was super interesting for me to see that the content and experience section, so you talked about email marketing and content marketing, um, but also SEO, is quite strong compared to the other solutions. And of, of course, this is just uh, a brief overview. I'm pretty sure there are many tools out there that I forgot to mention. So if anyone who, who listened to the podcast and see the landscape, and if you're missing a tool, just please send me an email so we can include it. Um, but um, I think this would be this was quite interesting to see. And um, I think raising this awareness for tools is super important. And what I always love about tools that it is always every tool has this unique uh, solution to a problem they they saw and this is what I find super inspiring and um, this is what I what it would kind of is my passion. So if any of the listeners also have like a request of a tool looking for something or we just want to chat about tools, um, I, I'm there. <laughs> go go uh, link to uh, go go out and find Jens on LinkedIn. As I said, his profile is in the show notes. Uh, reach out to him, send him an email, link with him. Um, go, go visit his website and download the landscape, the German landscape. Um, it's super cool to see what you're doing, Jens. It was a favor having you and um, I'm probably going to have you back in the future because you're bringing out this uh, this landscape, but you're also doing some other tool reviews. So um, I don't see a reason why I shouldn't have you back in the near future. Thank you. Would love to. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.